For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pleased to be joined on the mark with uh, Mike Lupica, who everyone knows, or at least should know, Mike Lupica, the number one best-selling author, and of course, uh, the New York Daily News, sports reporters on ESPN. You got a new book out, Mike, that's what you're here to talk about today, Lone Stars, and you're talking about kids playing football, so I think the uh, easy start here is, do you believe that the sport of football is dying? I don't think it's, you know, Mark, I don't believe it's dying. I don't think it's ever going to be like boxing has become in this country. I mean, literally and figuratively, I think the NFL is too big to to fail. But I've, I've been writing about this for years before I ever wrote Lone Stars, which is just a way of having this conversation, okay, for parents and for kids. The greatest threat to the National Football League isn't a court case or isn't the NFL Players Association. It's mom's. Because once moms in greater and greater numbers decide they don't want their sons to play football, then they do have a problem. And that's why it's going to be interesting to see, now that we're all living in what I call the world in in the book, the world of the new information about CTE and concussions and all the rest of it, what, what shape the league is in in five years or ten years? And what shape youth football is? Because I, I can... I, it's crazy to make any predictions, but I can look down the road and see an America where maybe kids are playing flag football, at least until they get um, to high school. It's a big, complicated issue. I'm not preachy about it in this book. Again, we, I just felt that I needed to write a book for my readers that addressed this subject so that we could at least start the conversation. Well, and you have four kids. Have any of them asked you to, that they want, hey, Dad, I want to play football? What would you say? Well, I... I have three sons in their 20s and a daughter who's a freshman in college. And fortunately, the two oldest ones only played um, one year of football when they were like in the fifth grade, I think, in, in middle school. And, and both of them were pacifists. Um, uh, my, wife, my wife said that after the, the, each season that she didn't remember actually having to launder uh, their uniforms. Uh, so I, I'm... I'm, I'm Mark, I'm glad I didn't have to make this choice. My kids play basketball and soccer and baseball, and I didn't. I, I'm glad I am not a parent who has a gifted, or even not gifted, football-loving son who really, really wants to play. And 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 here's the thing: 
no one would ever suggest that if you play football, you're going to end up with brain damage someday. That's it's 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 it, it, that's a preposterous notion. Okay, and 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 I understand that th- th- we live in a dangerous world, and there are all sorts of different risks. I mean, I remember watching my sons play soccer, and every time one of them would 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 do a header, I I would find myself wincing. But I think that it's it, it, at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do to protect the players. Um, I, I was talking to Mike Dick at one time, and he said he actually thinks the players were less inclined to lead with their heads when they were wearing those skinny old helmets right. that they wore in the old days because he says he, he's afraid sometimes that guys wearing the, the helmets that feel like body armor now almost empower them to take more risks with their head and with their bodies on, on the field. But, but again, in, in Lone Star's, what, what Clay has to overcome is looking at what is happening to his coach, what is happening to his coach, the memory loss and the confusion, because, again, this coach came out of a time. I've, I've, I've put him on, again, I've put him on this fictional, he's a fictional member of the Cowboys teams of the 1990s. He came out of the time when concussions were almost a badge of honor. I mean, how many times have we heard, you know, coaches in the old days saying, hey, you got to stick your head in there. Right. Well, okay, except now we know the cost of sticking your head in there. Well, it's interesting because you're bringing up Ditka, and I, I do the Bears uh, postgame show in Chicago with Dan Hampton, who's a Hall of Famer, Ed Obradovich, who played in the Ditka era, and Glenn Kozlowski, who was a special teams guy because he ended up busting up his knee at BYU playing wide receiver and somebody took a cheap shot at him. These guys, when they hear CTE, Mike, they start laughing and they start, you know, the concussion protocol. Like, they think it's all ridiculous. But then you have the other side where, you know, guys like Calvin Johnson are retiring early or a 23-year-old like A.J. Tarpley, who played for the Bills, calls its quits after one season. So it's like even within football, you've got guys on two sides. Yeah, well, with all due respect to the guys you work with, and I'm not certainly not going to start a beef with them, it, it, c- concussions and protocols and CTE are not ridiculous. They're a reality of life. I mean, I, I would like to know if they think that it's ridiculous. The Boston University um, study where 110 out of 111 brains that they studied showed signs of CTE. And I'm, I'm, we may not know for another generation the cause and effect, but it is ridiculous. To, the ridiculous thing is to assume that this doesn't occur. And, 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 and here's, here's the other thing I would ask them. <laughs> ask them why the NFL wrote a check for $762 million to settle all those ex-player lawsuits if the whole thing about concussions and CT is ridiculous. Well, and see, along those lines, like uh, my, my father, he's 91 years old. He played football in the 40s for you know, high school and, and, and Western Illinois University. His mother didn't want him to play football, Mike, because they knew it was dangerous back then. And my, my point is that if I'm Roger Goodell, why not, and, and the owners, why not just say, hey, here's the waiver. If you come into the NFL, you know you're playing in a league where you might not yes. be able to walk and you might not be able to think. 100%. That's, so that- Mark, 100%. You have, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I, I have said that eventually they're going to have to sign a waiver form. That, that, that you come into the league, that you understand the risks of, 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 of brain injury, you, you, you understand the risk that this sport, it's a violent sport, and, and, and it will indemnify the, the league against future lawsuits. Now, listen, I don't have any sympathy for them. The NFL was late 
getting religion in this particular church service. For, for years and years and across time, they, they basically didn't want to know what they didn't want to know. Now they're doing everything that, that they can. But, but think about how they really identified what a serious problem this is and how negligent they were in the past. Because they did write a $762 million check. And they did it without blinking an eye. And you and I both know that that's not nearly enough to cover the wreckage that the sport has had in, 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 in across the numbers of guys who have, who are, the ones who are still alive and who have seen the ravages of the sport. I want to rewind back one more time to what you said about Ditka and the helmets. And a lot of people have said that that would make the game safer. And the NFL, of course, always acts like they want to make the game safe and they're doing all these studies and they're protecting the quarterback. I mean, can you ever see them doing something like, okay, we're getting rid of the helmet, we're going old school with the leather look? <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you, Mark, I can remember that we were sitting in the green room at ESPN, and, and, and one of the fun things in the old days on Sundays when, when we were getting ready to do the sports reporters, Ditka would wander in, and, and he said to me, you know, I think he showed me a picture. He said, look at what I wore. Well, look at what they wear. And he said, I was much more conscious of protecting my head wearing that than they are wearing this. Right. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, the book, again, is Lone Stars. Before, before you go, I want to ask one baseball question for you. You know, you, sure. wrote, you wrote back in, in 98 about Sosa and McGuire the summer of 98. Yeah. So yeah. baseballs are flying out right now, Mike. What's, what's your, is this good for the game, bad for the game? What's your thought? Well, if it's if it's not steroids, then it's okay. I I, I can't believe they have it. <laughs> I trust the commissioner. I love the tenth commissioner, Rob Manfred. Um, they say that it's nothing to do with uh, the balls. And I'll tell you, I had a very interesting conversation with Jim Cott. I played golf with him this summer up in Vermont, and he thinks one of the big things that's happening is bats. He said, "You ought to take a look at the stiv. Whatever they're, whatever they're using to make bats now, all of a sudden balls are flying out of the ballpark like Titleist. And here, here's here's the thing that I love. And I know we got to go. Here's the, here's the thing that I love. Stanton and maybe Aaron Judge someday. Um, I'm not saying that the sport is steroid free, but wouldn't it be great if 60 was a magic number again in baseball?" when the number 60 for home runs means what it did before these guys came along and were juiced to the max. Well, what is the record in your mind? Is it 73? 61, Roger Maris. 61, Roger Maris, 1961. Okay. Um, Henry Aaron, to me, is still the all-time home run king. Um, the rest of it is just noise. Mike Lupica, the book is Lone Stars, and uh, we always appreciate the time. Great work as always, Mike. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get everything for your next project today at Menards and save big money. Keep your walls and trim protected while you paint with Scotch Blue Painter's Tape. It's designed for use on multiple surfaces and can be removed easily without leaving residue behind. Say big on Scotch Blue Painter's Tape from Menards. Also, view our weekly flyer on Menards.com and check out all of our great deals happening this week. Save big.